0: Is the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast? Lakers, all day go, Lakers.
1: What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Big Baby Baby. What's popping, everybody? It's Big Baby Jonathan here. Welcome to the latest edition of the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast, and I got Brandon Robinson from Scoop B Radio. How's it going, man? Hope all is well. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving, man. Thank you for coming on, man. Thank you for coming on once again.
0: I could have been anywhere in the world, but I'm here with you. I appreciate you having me.
1: Yeah, man. In today's show, man, we're going to talk about the Lakers, what the expectation is, and the James Harden and Westbrook speculation. Are they going to get traded? Are they going to start trading camp with the Houston Rockets? So let's first dive into that. So, Brent Robinson, what are you hearing about James Harden at Westbrook? Are they going to stay in Houston or are they going to leave Houston?
0: Well, the training camp starts pretty soon. Uh, preseason, I know, starts as early as uh, December 13th. I know uh, the Brooklyn Nets uh, will open up their preseason December 13th against the Washington Wizards. Um, that being said, um, when you look at what's going on, I, I can tell you James Harden did actually request a trade, as did Russell Westbrook. Uh, Sources share with me. Um, on the Westbrook side, that it has more to do with um, not wanting to play for a team owner, uh, Tillman Fertitta. Um, I know there was a report that came out uh, about uh, Mr. Fertitta's uh, alignment with the Republican Party and, and current uh, U.S. President Donald Trump. Um, but I know that there are some other issues that were underlying, even going back into the playoffs. Um, you know, when you look at... Uh, Mike D'Antoni's desire not to resign uh, with them as, a, as an organization. And then you look at a couple years prior where, you know, Mike D'Antoni's coaching staff was literally eradicated, the assistant coaching staff. I know one in uh, Irv Rowland um, was uh, removed, and over the years it just became a t- contentious thing. So uh, to, to, to directly answer your question, it, the way it's looking now, um, it, it seems as though you know Harden and Westbrook will start the season there. Um, and I know that you know, the Knicks as well as the Charlotte Hornets and as well as the Los Angeles Clippers and the Washington Wizards uh, were, were teams that um, were aligned uh, with potential moves relating to Russell Westbrook. Uh, I was getting calls about the Clippers as it related to uh, Russell Westbrook. But ultimately, you know, with some of the moves that they made in, in the offseason, a very brief offseason uh, with the Detroit, they got a big man from Detroit. They got they signed um, They also signed DeMarcus Cousins. From Lakers. Laker uh, so there's some things that are changing but I think if the season were to start now you, you definitely see them there that doesn't mean that things could not won't change I, I compared this Harden situation kind of to like Anthony Davis mm. uh, if you remember my reporting back in the fall of 2018 as it related to Anthony Davis this was a contentious thing both the Pelican side and the Los Angeles Lakers side and it you know it ended up costing a GM Dell Dems his job in New Orleans and then you know, ultimately, the Lakers got a top first-round pick uh, mm-hmm. and were able to trade that in exchange for other pieces with the New Orleans Pelicans. So I kind of compared the situation to that. The only difference is um, got the Sixers and the, and the Nets who were, who were believed to be favorites. Um, the Nets have gotten better. The Sixers have gotten better. I know the Celtics quietly were a team that, that had some interest in Harden. Um, it, it looks like things have kind of calmed down. I think you'll see some other teams trying to potentially – Levy to, to, to get, you know, some type of um, leverage and potentially getting Harden. But he'll start this season you know, as another you know, Rockets likely.
1: Yeah, man, that's crazy. But, like, if I know the Brooklyn offer was they basically throwing everybody at Houston. But if I was Houston, I would say give me Kyrie, you know, Kyrie yeah. for Harden, you know. Because if Houston gets all those assets, I feel like that's, like, not fair. Houston should ask for as much as they can get. For James. So James Harden is one of the best scorers of all time, in my personal opinion. You know, So you, if you have a player like that, you got to throw a kitchen sink. But I just feel like Houston's going to hold on to him, same with Westbrook, and they're going to try to ride it out. Because I did see a report that, that they're willing to go uncomfortable with James Harden and Westbrook. So we're going to see. won't be surprised if there's altercations during games. You never know. So it's going to be a crazy season for the Rockets, man, overall.
0: For sure. You won't hear any argument mean Jonathan.
1: Yeah. And also too, man, uh, Dwight leaves the Lakers for Philly, man. So overall, I saw some reports that the contract um wasn't what Dwight wanted. Can you elaborate on that?
0: Um it, it was more along the lines of two things. One, I know that Dwight appeared on uh, Ethan Thomas' Thomas's uh podcast mm-hmm. um discussed you know, they're gonna have to pay me. Yeah. When you look at the Dwight Howard market, his how his his market was more um was less lucrative than DeMarcus mm-hmm. Cousins, as I reported pre-DeMarcus signing with the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a, a bevy of teams that were interested in DeMarcus. You had teams like the Celtics, teams like um, the Rockets, teams like um, the Washington Wizards. It would have been a, it would have been cool to see another pairing with DMC and John Wall in Washington under Scott Brooks. But you know, ultimately, when you look at Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard kind of came into the Lakers in the back door because Dwight, because DeMarcus was hurt mm-hmm. and there were still questions. I have respect for Dwight, but there were still popular opinion questions as it related to Dwight socially um, and some of the, things in the past, which I think he righted his wrongs. Personally, I, I think he, he has,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I think the market is not the same. And I don't think it came down to money. If I'm not mistaken, in fact, the Lakers could offer him a little bit more. Uh, mm-hmm. but he wanted a big payday. I think ultimately what it was, was uh, Dwight wanted more playing time. If you look mm-hmm. at Dwight, for example, Anthony Davis is looking to strictly stick to the four position. and He mm-hmm. doesn't like playing five. Dwight Howard wants to play more five in, in games. But at the end of games, Anthony Davis was closing games. Dwight wants to be in the situation Anthony Davis is in and he has that opportunity in Philadelphia. He mm-hmm. lacks a bona fide center. Uh, which I'm wondering if Philadelphia, in fact, is going to shift uh, Joel and me to the power four position mm. time, because you look at the playoffs this past season. Ben Simmons was playing the four position and they mm. his natural position is point guard, and they shifted Shake Milton uh, to the point guard in the playoffs and shifted Ben to the four. Um, the Sixers are going to be a very interesting and entertaining team to watch, particularly because not only do you have Ben Simmons, not only do you have Joel Embiid. Not only do you also have um, Tobias Harris, but you add, you, know, you add Dwight Howard into the mix. He's healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he played per- fairly well. To be honest with you, in the playoffs, I think him sitting out a lot uh, during the Rockets, uh, the series and the playoffs against the Rockets gave him a lot of rest, and he was able to dominate in the way he was supposed to against the Denver Nuggets. And so, I think in the Eastern Conference, he hasn't played in the Eastern Conference in a little while. Well, played for the Washington Wizards, but you know, being on a competitive team. You haven't seen mm-hmm. him play on a competitive Eastern Conference team since his days with the Orlando Magic. So um, I, I'm intrigued to see that, but I'll also make mention, the uh, sources uh, shared with me that, you know, basically he couldn't go to Boston because he and Kimball Walker didn't don't get along uh, mm-hmm. during the days from Charlotte. Um, and then also that was limited. So, you know, I know he has some sort of, some sort of relationship with um, Steve Kerr out in the Golden State. Um, but ultimately, uh, he, you know, he, the Warriors would have been a great fit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Philadelphia is no slouch either. You know, they hired a new coach in Doc Rivers. And good situation to be in, so I like it.
1: Yeah, me too, man. It's unfortunate. Dwight left the Lakers. And, uh, you know, because I know when Dwight tweeted, I'm like, yeah, he's coming back. But as soon as he deleted the tweet and they said he hasn't made a decision yet, I already knew he was bouncing. Like, I just had that feeling because I feel like they said, okay, we agree to it, and then I bet you that Montre- Montres Herald – Probably called Rob Plink and said, "I'm coming." That's why they probably pulled the plug on that deal. In my, that's what I get, get well, the right sense.
0: Harold Har- 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 situation also, you know, comes about because he is under clutch. Uh, the same way mm-hmm. that represents Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Hope, Col- 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 and others, um, and so you know he doesn't have to change apartments. He plays for the Clippers. He plays for the Lakers now. You know, from one side of the hall down to the other side of the hall. Um, and but you know, I, I think traditionally. Um, the Clippers have dealt with a lot of things internally. Um, there's no real voice the way it's been told to me within that locker room. Um, you add uh, now Ty as the head coach of that team, I think that there's going to be some soul searching. This was only year one with the Clippers. I definitely won't bash the Clippers. They have a great roster, mm-hmm. but as it relates to chemistry and things of that sort, I just think that the Lakers have more of a, of a superb product on the floor. Um, and, and, you know, just the, the relationship building is just there. I think LeBron James is an excellent relationship builder. Um, and, and I think, you know, when you add uh, pieces like Harrell, um, you add pieces like Mark Gasol, uh, you, you also add pieces like Dennis Schroeder, um, you know, the sky's the limit. And, you know, they're still looking for you know, potentially uh, a swingman. You know, guys like Nicholas Batum has, has been tossed around. Glenn Robinson third, currently a member of well, free agent, played – for the 76ers um this season i sat down with glenn robinson the mm-hmm. third um back in february out in philly and uh when he had just gotten traded to the 76ers and our relationship spans about three four years uh, when he first got drafted and you know, one of the things that he, he talked about was just how much he learned how to be a winner and be a champion obviously his dad glenn robinson played in the league for, for a superfluous amount of years but you know being in a, in a locker room with Steph Curry, being in a locker room with Glen Rob, or excuse me, with, with Draymond Green and, and some of those other things, head coach Steve Kerr, despite the fact that the Warriors definitely got a, had a down year, he got a lot of playing time in Philadelphia, and, you know, there were eyes on him, you know, so I, I, I hope that, you know, that something can, swing, the pendulum can swing his way, um, but, yeah, the, the, the Lakers are looking for either another center on their roster or a, a swing man of, of the caliber of Glenn Robinson in the field.
1: Oh, that's going to – I love his game. love his energy. Both ends of the floor can shoot the mid-range. And for the center position, like – because I know the Lakers are going to play AD at the power forward. That's what – Marcus Gasol is going to be playing center. He's going to be playing on the wing, on the top of the key. Let AD go to work. But for me, that's thought the like, Lakers should get Paul Gasol. You know what I mean?
0: I think it would be cool. Um, yeah. To, even for nostalgia's sake, um, you know, to have two – to have the brothers play, you know, be teammates. Uh, what a great way to kind of close them out. Um, but, you know, it depends on where the health. is. I know, you know, he being on you know, the Blazers roster this season, they made him pretty much a player's coach mm. uh, or a, a coach player, however you want to phrase it, you know, this season. But, um, you know, when you look at Marcus Saul, I definitely think that he's a defensive anchor. And for you to move uh, – you know Rajon Rondo to the Atlanta Hawks. Mm-hmm. I just wrote a story about it. I'm a senior writer, heavy.com. I just wrote a story about Rajon Rondo and you know, his move you know,
1: opting out of
0: the last year for, you know, and then signing a 215 million dollar deal with the Atlanta Hawks. You know, to basically, be the veteran in residence uh, for uh, the Hawks. But I, I look at that situation. Yeah. <laughs> I look at that situation with um, you know the, the Lakers. It legitimately plays LeBron at his natural point guard position like he was in his first in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And he has a better defensive anchor with Marcus Gasol, and it allows Anthony Davis to freely, freely roam the, the perimeter, the, the post, uh, what have you. And so you, you're potentially looking at a starting lineup with LeBron James at point guard, Wesley Matthews at the two uh, at, at, the, at the three spot. Um, you know, you, you have some options there, but four and five would be Anthony Davis and Marcus Gasol. Um, and, and their bench is pretty uh, – Pretty, pretty, pretty um, exponential. So, you know, to add another piece in that regard, you know, either a perimeter player or, or a center, you know, that, that would be uh, brilliant. Oh, be called to pope.
1: Yeah, 100%, man. But I wouldn't be surprised if Lakers gave Horn Tucker a chance, you know, Giannis's brother a chance, and Devonta Kaycock. I wouldn't be surprised if Lakers said, go ahead, go give yourself an opportunity. You know what I mean? Because Frank Vogel's a great coach. I trust his staff. I know they're going to teach them the right things. And also, too, uh, Where is the latest about Anthony Davis? Do you know when he'll sign as an extension?
0: Yeah, from, I, I spoke to someone today mm-hmm. um, with a question. That, you know, essentially, he's taking his time. Um, I think that ultimately, when it comes down to um, what he wants to do, it depends on whether he's going to sign a one plus one deal, uh, whether he wants to sign two years, three years. You know, There've been reports about you know the potential of kind uh, of said combo joining the Lakers. You know, I remember report that I put out a couple years ago about Kevin Durant and it come to fruition. One thing I can share is that was part of the blueprint of Mm. what the Lakers were thinking about potentially putting three stars together. So while KD did not join the Los Angeles Lakers and signing with the Brooklyn Nets, what I can share with you is that um, we've got the first piece in 2018 with LeBron James, we've got Anthony Davis, and and the last piece could be potentially the Altecumbo, we'll see. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you have certain people that have a level of familiarity uh, with Giannis, and one, his brother, who is a two-way player with the Lakers, and two, uh, Lakers assistant coach Jason Kidd, who coached Giannis off to the Kampo uh, during their time with the Milwaukee Bucks. So you know, it's, it's highly speculative, but certain, certain things online, and make sense. And um, I think what you know, what Anthony Davis decides to do would be contentious upon. How the Lakers continue to build the roster with the last couple of pieces and add one. He's already committed it's a matter of just the numbers making sense. <laughs> kind of reminds me a lot of LeBron James during his first stint with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. When yeah. instead of signing a longer term extension like Melo did, where he signed a five year deal with the extension with, you know, the the, the Denver Nuggets, he, he instead, I think, signed a three or four three. he signed a four-year deal with I think an opt-out clause in his fourth year. And then in 2010, he ultimately took his talents to South Beach and won two championships with one in Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. So, you know, I, I look at this situation, to be honest, maybe not as elaborate as LeBron's during his first stint with the Cavs, but it, it has remnants of that. And it's interesting and it's cool to see. So I think he's taking his time, you'll definitely likely see something in the next week, week and a half. So you know, that's where we are.
1: Yeah, I can't wait. And the Lakers have made a good decision by training for Anthony Davis. But, like, for Giannis, let's get into Giannis real quick. Um, Like, how come – like, if Giannis doesn't want to stay there, how come he can't just be like, I, don't want, to, I want to leave, trade me behind the scenes. I, you know, I don't want to lose you – know, like, let's say if Giannis does ask out on the low, how come players can't just be like, I want to leave, trade me to a team that I want to so you can get value from me? How come players don't do that in today's NBA?
0: So you're asking me how come players don't do what now?
1: Ask the GMA, I want to be out of Milwaukee. I want to go to the Lakers. I want to go to the Knicks but get value for me. I'm, you know, I want to leave. I'm leaving Milwaukee. This is my final season.
0: I mean, those things are expressed. I, I, I reported back during Labor Day weekend that, you know, Giannis met with the, um, the Milwaukee Bucks brain trust and discussed, mm-hmm. um, you know, moves that could potentially be made. And, you know, one of the names that was on Giannis's list of playing with in Milwaukee was running Chris Paul, mm-hmm. uh, as well as James Harden. And, um, you know, it was an interest, but, you know, ultimately the Phoenix Suns kind of had a better uh, orbit of, of players that they could, you know, delve out to, to you know, respective teams. So, um, you know, this conversation, Giannis met with with the Bucks ownership brass along with his brother, his mother, and over Labor Day weekend, and they discussed some of those things. I think I reported that September 10th, or September 11th weekend, but I know that that was, that was something that was expressed, but, you know, New holiday was also – on the, on the Bucks' radar, where he ultimately went uh, in a trade with, you know, the New Orleans Pelicans, a highly respected point guard. Uh, but ultimately, I think when it was all said and done, um, you know, they could really get much. I know that that Bogdan uh, Bogdanovic uh, a trade was was um, re- rescinded. I, I could, you know, a lot of people knew about it, uh, but ultimately, um, when it all comes down to it. Mm-hmm. I think that Giannis wants to weigh his options. I know there's we talk about a, a super max. Mm-hmm. I know he wants to see what, what happens or how the team are going to get better. Um, but uh, but I, I ultimately think that um, I think that players do let them know what's going on. I'll like, give you a perfect example of that. When you look at Chris Paul, mm-hmm. um, the Knicks had interest. The Bucks had interest. The Knicks had more of an interest. And in, you know, as I reported, they had, had a deal lined up. The Phoenix Suns quietly, you know, had interest, and that's where he ultimately went. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam Presti, the general manager of the Oklahoma City Thunder, um, has has been has had a proven track record of trying to get players that are stars who have who have uh, given their their all to that uh, organization in Oklahoma. The best way of um, getting what they want, we saw it with Russell Westbrook uh, when the two choices of teams he, he had interest in going to uh, were the Houston Rockets and the. I was with Russell and he was traded out of Oklahoma and you know, it was shared with me that, you know, ultimately the, he was upset that he was traded. He couldn't mm-hmm. believe it. He was kind of like, whoa. But at the same time, um, they gave him what he wanted. You saw it with Paul George uh, mm-hmm. who, who asked out and found his way to the Los Angeles Clippers and, and teaming up with uh, Kawhi Leonard out there. So, you know, Chris Paul is in a good situation and I know that, it had to be have communicated. It had to have been communicative. That's what he wanted in Phoenix, and uh, you know, there's there. So every player and every front office is different.
1: Mm. Okay, yeah, man. Like if I was in Milwaukee situation, if I was a GM and Giannis came to me, I'm undecided yet about comeback. This that I'd be like, I'll probably just. We're trading you, Giannis. You didn't give us a direct answer. Goodbye. You know, get value because if Giannis leaves Milwaukee, Milwaukee will be a lottery team for the next ten plus years. You know what I mean? Yeah, In my personal opinion.
0: I, I think I think it's not it, it's not so much um it's not with these younger players mm-hmm. they watch the Charles Barkleys, the Patrick Ewings, uh, mm-hmm. be, the the Car John Stocktons be loyal to that one team. You know. Kevin Garnett kind of was, but kind of was a throwback because he ultimately was traded to the Boston Celtics and won a ring in his first year alongside Ray Allen and Paul Pierce. But, mm-hmm. you know, when you when you look at situations with these stars, they look at what the old guard did, and they don't want to be like that and they want to win mm-hmm. championships. I think that's why Buddy Ball, you know, is it, such a thing. I, I look at a situation. I wrote about this uh, Thanksgiving morning, uh, Michael Webb. Mm-hmm. Uh, had the opportunity was very serious about joining the Cleveland Cavaliers in 2005, mm. playing alongside LeBron James in his first stint, and he ultimately decided to sign a, a longer-term deal, you know, with the Milwaukee Bucks. And you know, he made the money. He didn't win a championship, but it mm-hmm. would have been cool to see two Ohio guys, you know, Michael Red being a product of Ohio, the Ohio State University, uh, and playing alongside mm-hmm. LeBron. You know, an accurate product. Um, Ohio state, Ohio product would have been cool. And you know, I asked Michael red, Hey, you think um, you guys would have won a championship in 2007 when you guys played against the Spurs, had you guys teamed up? He said, you know, that's something me and LeBron have often talked about it, you know, they, they think that that could have happened. So um it, it would have been interesting, but that was at a time when, you know, LeBron could not get guys to join him in Cleveland. The thought of Cleveland was kind of corny to people. Like why would you go to Cleveland? I've been to Cleveland. I actually had a good time in Cleveland, Um, but many people, you know, don't didn't want to back then. So, you know, every relationship is different, but yeah. I would say that guys communicate and they mm-hmm. kinda it's kinda like when you draft it, it's predestined to where you're gonna go next in a lot of respect.
1: Yeah, just like Joe knew Joe Kim Noah said, Who wants to be in, in vacation in Cleveland when him and LeBron had a little beef? You know Yeah, you that, two minutes Cleveland cool. Yeah. I
0: never heard anybody say, Let's go to Cleveland.
1: That was the old guard. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: different now. Like Cleveland yeah. has you know nice apartment complexes mm-hmm. and nice place to hang out. Uh, I remember when I went to Cleveland, I, I learned that the, the movie A Christmas Story was filmed uh-huh. in Cleveland, and I visited the story, okay. or I visited the house. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that's cool, man. But, Brandon Robinson, always a pleasure for you coming on the Big Baby John the Sports Podcast. Go ahead and give out your social media so they can follow you and listen to your show.
0: Yeah, man. You can check. Uh, follow me on Twitter at ScoopB. Uh, Instagram and Snapchat at Scoop underscore B. Make sure, most importantly, that you subscribe to the Scoop ScoopB radio podcast, which is available in all. Uh, streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn app, Stitcher app, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or simply by visiting uh, ScoopBeatRadio.com. I think we had about 2 million streams last year on the platform and also hosting a digital show. on a senior writer at Heavy.com. Uh, you can check out my written work there. I also have a digital show called Heavy Live with that Everybody from porn star Lisa Ann to uh, Jeff Van Gundy to... Uh, you, NBA, or excuse me, NFL Hall of Famer, uh, Marshall Falk. We've got everybody on there. And um, yeah, man, Jonathan, thank you for the opportunity to be myself.
1: Mm -hmm. No worries, man. Thank you for always coming on, man. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon.
0: Of course, my man. I'll talk to you.